Yeah. What's going on, family? Yo, I'm glad I'm good. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, can't complain, bro. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. So, 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 so this is going to be for the podcast purposes. You know what I'm saying? The, the gram ain't filled yet, but aside, it's going to be for podcast purposes. We're going to have a bunch of people listening on. Introduce yourself. Let the people know what you got going on currently right now. Um, I'm ATM World. Uh, I go by ATM World, but my real name is uh, Emmanuel Mesa. Yeah, from Ghana originally, but now based in New York City. Yeah. yeah. Photographer, creator, director. And, uh, yeah, now I'm a producer, though. Like, okay. I produce a couple of music videos. Okay. Uh, basically, it's, it's more like a, like a, like a acting kind of music video. Mm-hmm. And uh, I produce two so far, and they doing great numbers. Okay. Yeah. That's what it is, I man. I was not supposed to be doing a card. So I always ask people where they are currently now and what they're doing now. So, you know, we can only way we can appreciate now is if we go back. So man, you from Ghana, man. That's a that's a long way, man. Ghana Ghana to New York is a long, long, long way, brother man. So tell me, man, how was it? So did, how was it? Did you grow up in Ghana? You know what I'm saying? Did you spend most of your childhood there? Give me a little bit of background about Ghana. Oh, yeah. I spent most of my childhood in Ghana. You know what I'm saying? I started as a, uh, uh, you know what I'm saying, like a, a son of a top photographer in the country. And, uh, you know what I'm saying, seeing my parents move from Ghana to America, you know, at a young age. I started, I started, you know, developing other stuff, like, you know, playing more basketball like doing sports but I was playing basketball mainly but Ghana is a country whereby you know soccer is our main sport so me playing basketball was uh, because my dad always makes us watch uh, basketball videos so because mm-hmm. I was like okay, I love basketball and I was playing and um, you know the camera the camera game was already in me because my dad you know what I'm saying uh, son of a photographer you know what I'm saying so it's it's, it's basically running in the families. A couple of my uncles too are photographers. They they dope. Like you know what I'm saying? They dope designers, photographers and yeah. What was it so being around that, well there had to be like a moment when you first picked up the camera and was just like, yo, this is something this is something I wanna do. So do you remember like what was the first thing you took a picture of that you was just like, yo, this is something I wanna do, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I would say I would say the age of five or four. Mm. That's the same time I was playing basketball. But yeah, I would say around that age because I was always around my dad. You know what I'm saying? Meetings and stuff. So I was helping out on set. Mm-hmm. So one time I took a picture accidentally, but it was a good it was a good one, and I think he gave it to the clients. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think that was the time I was like, yo, man, I can. <laughs> can, can make a little money off of this. <laughs> yeah. So man, you was young, man. You was young. You wasn't even like you wasn't even like 10, 11. You wasn't even coming to the preteens. You was literally just um, still a kid. The, the era of no Photoshop and no, you know, color grading tools, so you can imagine. Oh, so yeah, so your photography game had to be on point. Like you couldn't just you couldn't doctor it up with some edits and you know some lighting. You had to be on point with what you was doing. Yeah. <laughs> and then I, you know, with that it helps. It helped me a lot with my with my lighting. So when you look at my pictures, like I'm very particular about lighting. 
know mm-hmm. what I'm saying, in colors. Because as soon as the picture is taken with those analog uh, 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 cameras, right? Mm-hmm. You got to take it to the red room and develop the picture. So there's nothing like, you know, you're going to recolor it. So you got to be precise. It's like a one shot to kill mm-hmm. type, of, type of game during those times. So if your pictures were white, they were white. You know what I'm saying? Even even to capture black and white was like the most difficult thing at that time. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like to get the right colors in contrast, it was it was crazy. Mm-hmm. It was crazy. So so you was round five. So you was round four or five when you started developing that. So when did you start taking? When did you, when did your dad realize? Yo, man. My, my junior, my youngin, uh, got some talent. Did he start taking you along to shoots with you, or did you start doing your own thing? Um, at the age of six, my parents moved over here. So, okay, um, okay. Yeah, so uh, me, you know, I lost that connection with my dad. But like, mm-hmm. the the thing was, the first time like I realized like yo, I can do this was, I can really really make some bread out of this was when you know uh the era of the you know camera phones and stuff started right mm-hmm. and then those little uh cyber shot cameras you know those little ones that look like you know tiny little box cameras uh 2.1 megapixel 5.1 megapixel mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying like i started to take like documenting stuff some of my games like going to play basketball and stuff and mm-hmm. then you know we take pictures after every game yeah so friends were like yo you can really body this shit bro so most of the pictures i took from my friends i wasn't in those pictures mm-hmm. like the good ones i wasn't in those pictures so they were like yo everybody was pushing me mm-hmm. so then i was like yo i'm gonna do this but not now but i had it in mind Okay. But I was always playing with softwares and other stuff. Like. Okay. I want to take a second to shout out to everybody in the chat. Peace, love, and light. That's I think thank everybody that's tapping in for this high level conversation. Listen, man, one of the dopest photographers in the game. You know, talk about family. You know what I'm saying? You know, talk about <laughs> It's my guy right here, man. Every time we on set together, man, it's nothing but good vibes. This is a really, really really good dude man i really i really appreciate you taking the time to tap on this live me but uh let's get back to the story so you're in new york city this is around so this is around the flip phone era so this is like side this is like uh this is kind of like, like kind of like like the first like iphones and stuff like that we're talking about like what 2000 and 2000 and 2009 2010 kind of probably okay probably yeah because i remember getting the um the uh, 2G, is it the iPhone 2G? <laughs> that's the first, that's like the first iPhone. <laughs> yeah, I took some pictures on that, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I was, yeah, I was tapped in a long time ago, but this is, this is it. I wanted to tell a story, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, in my, in my, my grandfather's house, you go to the hall and there's a whole bunch of pictures, you know what I'm saying? It's, mm. it's history. Mm-hmm. And every time I'm in that room, I just look around. I take my time. I be standing there just looking at all the black and white pictures. And the pictures of my grandma. My grandma might even look like a model. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> they this, you know, black and white, you know, like, check. Mm-hmm. But not for, like, flaws and stuff. And those stories, like, those pictures I saw on the wall were, like, stories for me. You know what I'm saying? My great-granddad, my grandma my great-grandmother's picture, you know, like, you know, people, like, 
it's crazy and I used to travel a lot too mm-hmm. just go visit family and then you see everybody has the same person of like pictures hanging on the wall mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying so like I was like yo these are all stories so you go and visit one of your uncles you see a continuation of the the pictures that you've seen in one of your aunt's house it's like oh you seen this picture with the same people in this house they're like yo yeah that's a that's the same day or that's the same event or something that's dope. so you start putting the stories together and it makes sense you know what i'm saying so from there i was like yeah i want to be a storyteller with my business yo if that's that's one of the things i'm sorry i mean to cut your wisdom that's one of the things that i noticed immediately about you know I mean, of course, your photographer, your job is there to, to take pictures, but I noticed that immediately with the way that you wanted to shoot things, with the way that you were taking pictures, you always wanted, even if it's just a, a, a brief, you always wanted to tell a story. You always wanted there to be a narrative behind the pictures, not just taking pictures just for the sake of taking pictures. Like, I, I definitely peeped that, even just like immediately from working with you, man. It's like you wanted, you got you to gotta image in your head what you want to get. And that brings me to... On one of the first shoots we did for Ancient Aura, and I remember uh, I had the jacket on, I, I did take the hat off, and I went like this. And like, he was like, yo, that's it. <laughs> it was just like. I came, I came across that picture recently, and I was like, yo, this picture is still flaming. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I think some of the stuff I'm saying right now, I probably haven't told like my best friend about it or my girl about it because, you know, you asked a very good question, and, you know, it took me back to. Uh, you know, you can never finish a story in a day. Yeah, you know yeah, saying? yeah, yeah. You can never, even a year, you can't finish a story. But, you know, you asking me that question took me back to, you know, my granddad's room. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like the hall. Like, and I, now I'm about to go go on in. A level, you know what I'm saying? Because yeah. I still remember some pictures I need to recreate. Mm. You know, that I have a mind that I need to recreate. And, yo, thanks for that question because, you know, it brought, it brought some things back that I have to do. Mm, nah, no doubt, man. No doubt. Yeah, like I said, man, I peeped that like from the beginning. Like you always wanted to tell a story. There was always a narrative for for your pictures. And now that you've, I don't want to say moved into like being a producer. I feel like that was always something that was naturally gonna happen. Like you know what I'm saying? You you was always good with the video with, with, with the video photography. You know what I'm saying? So for so for you to be. Um, uh, a director and all that that's no surprise at all man because all the work that you put out man is so it's so dope you've been to a lot of different places i know you know covid has locked some things down is there any places that you really like particularly going like out, uh, out outside of like new york and stuff like that outside new york i'll say africa mm. i'll say africa i was hoping you was gonna say that i was hoping you was gonna say that yeah uh i'll say africa uh because like even during COVID, I was still outside. I was still outside taking pictures of Empty Street. It's, it's on my website. Yeah. So if you go on my website, you see uh, New York City lockdown, and uh, you see a whole bunch of. I think I have it here. Uh, oh, bro! I, I have the right the right name. Oh, bro! You got a bunch of bro. You got a bunch. Family, yeah. please go to his Instagram page, man. He had you. You covered the entire lockdown of the city of empty streets and you had the protest you had the pro you had the protest down to a man people didn't even like you know they didn't even have to necessarily watch news what was going on but you can literally look at your instagram page and the way that you take the pictures with the black and white and like you know it would be like a little girl sitting down 
and like it would just be her chain or it would be like just her glasses or that, that little piece yeah. of color in it. But that little piece of color told such a big story. You really did your photography catches the moment. Your photography catches the atmosphere, the feelings of what was going on. You know what I'm saying? Like you can tell by your from, from some of your pictures, like this is a good day during a the protest. There was a lot of positivity. And then some of the pictures, you know what I'm saying, you can tell like the police was like kinda coming down hard on them. So you can tell that that was like a hard day for yeah. for the protesters that day, man. That that speaks volumes to your pictures, brother man. Yeah, yeah, that's that's why I say I like to tell stories and then uh, with my pictures like I like to go to Africa a lot. I like mm-hmm. to be around, like, telling stories is what can bring people together or make people understand what is actually going on. And then with the, with the whole protest uh, situation, mm-hmm. the reason why I was out there, I was like, okay, the same energy we give towards the celebrities, and then we go out and then we take them, you know, on stage and all that stuff. Uh, why, why wouldn't photographers go to this protest? I wasn't doing it for clout. I wasn't doing it for Instagram. I was I was also there protesting with my lens just to tell other people, like, tell the story of other people through my lens, but also scream black like matters or scream, you know, uh, and police brutality or all that stuff. But, like, yeah, I really, I, I was really particular about telling stories. Like, let everybody see the pain in people's eyes. Not just for the movement's sake, because it was trending, but, you know, it's, it's always like this. Real people, real stories for me. Absolutely. You know, and I, I'm so glad that you did that. I'm so glad that you did that because, you know, I think, you know, when we're able to look at 2020 from kind of hindsight, when we're able to relax and look at it, you know, I feel like later down the line, you know, whether we have kids, nephews, I feel like later generations will ask us, Yo, you know, when they read about 2020 in their history books, they'll ask, well, dad, mom, you know, whatever the case may be, what were you doing during that time? You know what I'm saying? Like, what what difference did you go to make? And like, you can just pull out the whole Rolodex, just like, hold up, hold up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And pull out a whole... Also, people were surprised that I actually flew to D.C. and came back flew back the same day. Uh, going just to shoot a protest and come back. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like people don't understand. You know when something means a lot to you. When it, this is passion for me. You yeah. know what I'm saying? This is not anything I'm doing because I, I want to have free tickets to concerts or I want to I want to be like a celebrity, or like an Instagram model or Instagram photographer or social media have a bunch of likes. I don't I don't get a lot of likes like that, but the people who follow me. I like people in the game for a minute, like top-notch people, mm-hmm. and it's all, always about quality for me, not quantity, so I don't care about the like that much, but I care about the message you send across, like, you don't even know, because people in Kazakhstan, people in uh, Ethiopia, people in South Africa, people in Somalia, people in Iraq, Afghanistan, Morocco, I get messages like that all the time, and mm-hmm. then you know, like some people say, you inspire me a lot to do more of this, and then you know, you you share, you share, you, you actually have conversations. I, I'm ready to give my number out any day, any time when people request for it, because I feel like if I can, if I can touch few photographers to have the same mindset as me, mm-hmm. not doing it because they want validation from five people, or not doing it because they want validation from TV stations or all that for the last share the story uh, tell stories as much as possible because you don't know who 
you touching in a different continent or in a different place and you know some of them they can't afford to have like presets and all that stuff they can't buy presets so i, I learned how to create presets like, mm. and give it out for free so mm. i i did a lot of that i feel like i'm doing god's work you know as a black man you empower other black people that's so yeah, that's what I've been doing. Man, you're doing it for the love of the game, and you know, with your passion, it shows through your videos. It shows through through your photography. You know what I'm saying? And you just saying that just put the stamp on something that I already knew. Man, that's so dope. Cause you, man, you, man, you, you spider. You man, you like kind of like a spider, man. You got you got 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 your legs all over, man. And that and that's super dope because I very much relate to that story because you know. Like, you know, I like to have a, a presence on Instagram, but during the summer, I travel a lot, uh, 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 back and forth to Atlanta a lot. And I was going down there because I seen a bunch of brothers and sisters down there doing the work, man. I mean, of course, I went down there. I had a good time. I got kinfolk down there, but I was going down there to do the work, man. I needed to be around that. You know what I'm saying? People that's black businesses, starting a farm and doing a hemp, uh, you know, food, clothing, whatever it may be. I was just like, I want to go down there and be with them. You know what I'm saying? It's one thing to watch something on Instagram or Facebook or whatever social media you have you, but to be around the people, getting your, you know what I'm saying, getting your elbows dirt, getting cut up with them, man, that's, that's the kind of work, and that's the kind of work that resonates with people from, from, from all over, from years from now, so you a cold-blooded legend, man, for real, for real. Yo, I appreciate it, bro, I appreciate it. Yeah, man. Yo, um, so let's talk about the first time we worked together, it was, uh, it was on a set, it was, I think it was 2018. Yeah, out in Brooklyn. Yeah, um, <laughs> I saw your funny story about that thing. Yeah, yeah, tell me, tell me, tell me. That day I was late, I was sick, and I was cold. Oh, damn, that was the middle of summer. Yeah, I was... No, it was... In, it was like springtime. It was, it was, it was kind of cold a little bit. Mm -hmm. It was kind of cold, it was freezing a little bit, but it wasn't really summer. Maybe I have a maybe I just remember maybe I just remember that day just being so bright because we had such a good time. Yeah, it was very sunny that day. It was a very sunny day. Okay. And yeah, like I was I was I was sick I was sick but I still came out to the shoot and I was like I'm looking for my characters like I, yo I'm very particular about energy and characters mm -hmm. so. That's why I chose you guys, because when I came into the room, I was just quite moving around, looking at everybody. Mm -hmm. And Ishara was like, oh, who do you want to work with? I was like, I want this guy, that guy, that girl. Like, real quick. Like, I was just like, real quick, I want to work with them. And, you know, that's where everything happened. <laughs> the first picture I took was you when you were like this, and then I just got it. I was like, yo, that's it? Okay, now let's move to the next one. <laughs> So yeah, that, that day was funny, but everything came out great. Yo, man, I love those pictures to life, man. I always say, I don't like saying to death, man. I love the pictures to life, man. Like, I remember, like, like I felt like it was a good picture, but I, I was thinking to myself, like, did I do something wrong? Because it was just, like, literally family. It was, you know what I'm saying, we're on set for a photo shoot. And then the first picture, he was like, yo, you're good, I'm done. I'm just like, wait, did I... 
but wait, but 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 isn't there more? But when I go back and look at it, it was exactly what you were looking for. You know what I'm saying? It just happened in one picture, man. I love, love, love that picture, man. Shout out to Ancient Or, you know what I'm saying? Still, still, still rocking them strong, man. Still rocking them strong. Man. <laughs> nice, man. Cause that that picture says a lot. Like you were happy wearing his his, his product. So, yeah. You know what I'm saying? That that's the joy that a customer gets or uh, a regular person gets from purchasing something that is like very very powerful and meaningful and it's a black owned company too so it's like you empowered like you are empowered by his products you know what I'm saying that's how I saw it mm-hmm. so yeah it, it, it was a good picture I, I love that picture too bro. I, I really love that I really love working with you guys man with Kiki what's the other guy's name oh uh, the, the hard body guy my, my, my boy Milk the hard body guy yeah. <laughs> you know, and I saw him again at the I was looking at African and I saw him, and then, yo, it was, it was dope. It was dope. Yeah, man. I, I remember, um, I also remember from that day, I was actually late that day as well. I was working, got off of work late, shot right there. And I was thinking, I was a bit frustrated because I'm just like, oh, man, I'm, I'm late. Kind of like, you know what I'm saying? You carrying bag, you know what I'm saying? Change of clothes. I'm thinking, I just got all these, I'm focused on everything except for the photo shoot. But then I get there, I meet y'all, and all that just completely, it, it goes away immediately. We end up getting into the shoot, man. Yo, I still use those pictures. Yeah, I still use that picture as a headshot to this day, okay? That picture is timeless, right? <laughs> that picture's timeless, bro. And, and, and one, one, one of the things, like, I like to tell photographers is this, like, in the, you know, models and especially black people. Mm-hmm. Let's, let's learn to empower each other, you know what I'm saying? It's a mm-hmm. lot of, like, you know what I'm saying, tearing people down or putting people down. That's a fact. And, and, and this is it. It's affecting us because already we fighting, you know, big war already. Like, we, we have a, a battle that we fighting. I don't even say a battle, a war that we fighting already, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's like probably the fifth world war, the tenth world war Facts. that we're fighting. And it's like, you know, institutions that we fighting, you know, like... Uh, I put it like white people, you know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. racism, let's say, you know yeah. what I'm saying? It's a teaching of racism, but then we fight the people among our like in our neighborhood because we can buy houses in certain neighborhoods and stuff, economic racism and all that stuff. Yeah. So all we got is each other, you know what I'm saying? If you can come to a place and then empower people, you know, just do this. That's why I I agree to come on your your live because I, I see what you're you, doing. You know, people you be talking to are very intellectual sometimes I come in for like 20 seconds you know sometimes three minutes and I learn a lot and I feel like okay I don't want to be selfish but let me share your life to other people and, and get on you know what I'm saying I get appreciate you brother I'll, I'll be jumping on so many calls like okay I'm jumping on this call that call but mm-hmm. yeah with your life it makes a lot of sense so as for us black people we don't have to just you know I feel like we should all visit Africa one time in our life, like the way the Muslims they do it. They they make sure you visit Mecca once in your life. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. when you go that one time, you learn a lot. Mm-hmm. You know where you coming, where your religion is coming from. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that's how come they become stronger as a unit. Because they they try as much as possible to go to Mecca one time in their life. That is that is definitely a something that I am going to do. That is an absolute something that I am going to do. Um, speaking of Africa, speaking of the motherland. So when you when you go back to the motherland, what is the 
what is the overall perception of it? Like, when, like when you go back, is it like, do people have this certain idea of what America is? Is it like, are they basing it just off what they see on TV? You know what I'm saying? That's, you know, that, that may be like their only insight into what America is. Is it, is it distorted? What's, what's the relationship like when you go back? Uh, for me, I still I still maintain the same. You know, I'm still the same with me. Nothing can change me. Mm-hmm. No, even, but I still go to the hoods, right? Mm-hmm. And they feel like it's all good. Like when you're from America, like you see the way. Um, let, let's be real. Like Africans coming from Africa are not treated well by Black African Americans. Yeah, hundred percent. You know what I'm saying? Like uh, I don't doubt that. Like sometimes. We have to have the that uncomfortable conversation. Yes. You know what I'm yes. saying? Yeah. Uh, 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 especially, I'll use myself as an example. When I got here and I told people, yo, I'm from Africa. First, they thought I was born out here. But as soon as, you know, I'm from Africa, bro, I'm from Ghana. Mm-hmm. I haven't been here for too long. You know, I wasn't brought up here. Then, you know, the whole atmosphere changes. And uh, they start treating you with a certain type of way. So many times, so many occasions has happened to me, but you know, I feel like your case. Cool, is, is that is that a good is that a, a good a certain kind of way in a good way or a certain way in a in a bad way? It's, it's a certain way, like they they just trash. Your case from Africa is from it's garbage. Okay, so wow. until then, yeah, it, 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 it's happened so many times. I know my girl is not gonna be happy talking about this, but like I still have to talk. I have to be honest, bro. Mm-hmm. So. um this is it. So every time I go back home, right, they feel like America is golden. You know what I'm saying? Like people are living in the best conditions ever and all that. You know, because the way America is being marketed to the outside world is different from how the outside world is being marketed to Americans. So you might feel like, okay, you you're born in America, so yeah, you're good and all that. But trust me, people in Africa... I way, I live in way better, bro. Like I'm telling you, bro. Like what they showing you in 2020 is not what actually is happening over there. Mm. Mm. Yeah, it's, there are some places that are like the countryside, some places that are less developed places. It's there, but it's not as what they showing you. Cause we we go back home and then we give back a lot. We do a lot back home. We yep. building schools. We building. We we pay for for kids like tuitions and all that oh. stuff. We pay. You're about to pay for some kids' college tuition. Like, Come on now. Yeah, like we doing that. Like me and my my other friends, Aisha, we we have a foundation called Africa Everything. And I'm part of a, a lot of other stuff. Like with NFL players who are doing great stuff back home. I'm part of that too. Ooh. So yeah, I'm, I'm yeah we we I'm not gonna say I'm trying. So we are doing a lot of stuff back yes. home that people don't really understand people don't really get because if it, if you're paying 208 kids uh you're paying tuition for 208 kids mm-hmm. right and then uh some just finished high school so they're about to go to college and they all pass with like you know like good grades and about to go to college mm-hmm. and you you happy meeting them and putting money into their hands and paying their fees and all that do you know what kind of joy that brings bro? And they show, they send you the results, and then you go like, "Wow, like this is amazing." You yeah. know what I'm saying? But people go back, and then they be like, "Oh, they're gonna leave lavish and all that stuff." Now we're not doing that. We empower Africans, so I feel like with the whole Black Lives Matters movement, mm-hmm. if we should start from Africa, 
and we change the mentality of the people, we change the government, we change trading. They can't touch us, bro. Can't touch anything. That's a fact, man. Oh, man, that's wonderful to hear, man. Oh, I love to hear that. That really, that makes my heart light as a feather, man. I, I, I love to hear things like that because, you know... Um, and, and when you see my pictures, like, when you see my trips to Ghana, right? I, I visited the slave castles. Like, I go, even though I've been there before, I was I was pissed the first time I went because I didn't go when, you know, I was a kid and my school was going, you know what I'm saying? My school, they were, they were like going on those trips because you know they need your parents to sign some documents and my parents were in around and my granddad you know what i'm saying he i don't want to go bother him and stuff you know what i'm saying so mm. i was like yo i'm gonna leave i'm gonna just stay home mm. but i wish i went so that i could have blended a lot but the first time i went i was so mad bro you know what i'm saying then you start you start it's not about what is written in the books it's not about what is written in the books you know mm. what i'm saying like it's way different. Like anybody who has visited the slave castle, you'd be like, "Oh wow!" It's a lot more. Um, it hits you. Would you say like the feeling? Okay, like you can read something on a book. Like let's take one of your pictures. You can take a picture of the slave castle, right? And you can get a sense of it. Like you know, they might you get a sense of the dread or the sadness. But I can imagine when you actually go there, when you put your hand on that building. So many emotions start to kind of yeah, rush over you. Walking around, bro. You, there, there was a place over there. Mm -hmm. the, the, the floor is still the same floor. It hasn't been like touched. It's still the same floor. The feces, the blood, the <sighs> the bones, everything. You stunning on everything, like right there, bro. Like, uh, yo, as soon as as soon as you step in there, bro, you will feel it. You will feel that energy. Mm. And I have pictures. Like I, I put pictures up and. You ask yourself, like, this is it. I hate it when people write the stories of Africa in a way. That's why I always tell people, like, my lens is to tell the story that is untold, like, stories of people. Real, this is it. This is my motto. It's real, real people, real stories. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's, it's all about real people. There is nothing about somebody like, oh, so, born and bred a billionaire. No. But I'm not doing that. Yeah. That's why, yo, know, people might have problems with me, like, oh, APM, I can't. But this is it. I'm touching lives, bro. Like, you know, we, 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 we should become like the prophets of the new generation. Come on now. Not, not, still, not still reading about the same old Bible, bro. Like, me, I have a problem with that because it's history, right? Mm -hmm. And that's his story. Not our story. Come on now. We have to write our own story. Mm -hmm. So I'm writing like I'm writing the stories of people with my lens. That's what people don't understand. You know what I'm saying? With the protests, you see people are the protests, right? Like I'm using the protests as an example. Uh -huh. And you see people doing like shooting protests and then you know you see the entire magazine, like all these magazines and all that stuff. Uh -huh. It makes sense. Yo, I have a couple of my friends pulling up on your on your Stars, yeah, I, I appreciate all. I appreciate everybody that's pulling up in the live. I appreciate y'all. Thank y'all for tapping yeah, in. Stop my big brother, man, making big, big music, bro. And yeah, he understands. Like that's that's my brother. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm saying like yo. So people are writing history, right? You, mm -hmm. you can't have a white man write a story about Africa and then you expect me to read it. You can't have somebody who is not from Africa writing about Africa so like they know more about the people living there. I'd rather go back home and sit and sit down with 
the old men who don't even know how to read and understand their language, they would tell me a more deeper story than what is written in the books. So when when, when I first, you know, visited Jamestown, like, I, I had this guy, uh, his name is Joe Bass. Mm-hmm. And uh, to, to date, bro, like, I still have pictures of him. And then, you know, I post those pictures. Like, I posted a picture of him, like, uh, reaching for uh, uh, um, a fish in a, in, a, in a bucket or something. Mm-hmm. And, you know, uh, older dude. And he told me a whole bunch of stories. But, like, that day, we couldn't even take more shop. We were, like, we, we just done. So yeah. the next day, I went back there, and I went to just sit down with him and chill with him. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And he prepared fish for us, you know, and then we had just go and chill with them and every time I go back home I go over there I, I put some money in their hands they don't really need my money like that because they're working people mm-hmm. but I still put money in their hands like yo bro I appreciate you like you older than you way older than me you could be my granddad or my grandma like you could be you yeah. could be some you know what I'm saying like because the, older than me, but the stories he's telling you it, you know what I'm saying because it's all empowerment because yeah. they empower you to the fucking point so I tell people go back to one in your life, once in your lifetime, bro. Like once is is so you don't like talking about that is crazy because I captured so much mm-hmm. with my camera and I can I still have footage from three years ago that is unreleased, bro. Mm. Always gotta sit on that footage, bro. Always as I've dabbled a little bit into photography myself, I realize. When you go to a place and you talk to the people that are originally from that place and you take pictures, for some reason you don't release everything. And it's not even about just dumping photos. It's just like there's some pictures that are just like kind of sacred to you. You just remember like, oh, I remember I took that picture like that. And you sit on it and be like, oh, man. Yeah, that's dope. Yeah. That's dope. I like and that. I have, I have a lot of that. I have a lot of those pictures. And then, and you like... Yo, the story's amazing, bro. Like I'm getting chills talking about that because <laughs> I really, I really don't, I really don't open up like that. Like when it comes to like my my, my personal stuff, you know what I'm saying? Like you know, I I rather tell people, yo, go experience it, go to this place, go to that place. You need anything? Let me know. I'm a, I'm gonna look out for you. Call mm-hmm. me when you get there. You need help with anything? I'll help you out. Like looking for the right people to roll with and stuff. I yeah. help you. It's not as scary as they make it look like. You know what I'm saying? The reason why they prevent y'all from going back to Africa is because you're going to know the truth. Yep. And the truth is over there. Yep. Uh, I already... Yeah, I can I can already see that. You know what I'm saying? They want they want us to see Africa through their lens. You know what I'm saying? Same thing even with America. They want us to see everything through their lens. So they're always gonna distort it, twist it, flip it, make it seem like it's something it's not. But you go over there, it's nothing. I've met um, several men like yourself and women that have that that are straight from Africa, and I've heard nothing but wonderful stories. I mean, but every place has. Every place has it ups and downs to society. You know what I'm saying? You can go to Harlem, Harlem 125th and 5th Avenue. And, oh, it's dope. Sky rises and so all this historical black stuff. Then you go by the Metro North and it looks like the walking dead. Because ain't nothing but a bunch of crackheads over there and faint out people. So everywhere has their discrepancies and all of that. So, you know what I'm saying? But like you said, his story, they always going to try to spin that story in a, in, a, in a particular type of way. Is there any... Has there been any places um outside of Africa? Has there been any other countries that that were dope that you would suggest going to? Is there any other and any other places that kind of like holds a special place in your heart that you like taking pictures at? Um, I'll say Canada, bro. Okay. 
love Canada, but yeah, I, yo, bro, I'm still Africa, bro. I'm not gonna lie, yo. Shout out to Quick Job, bro. Word. Yo, like I'll say, Africa, bro. Like that's that's the place my heart is at, bro. Mm. Like for real, like. I don't know what to say, but Africa, bro. I've been to Ghana, I've been to Togo, I've been to Nigeria, I've been to Benin, mm-hmm. and uh, I don't know. Are you Haitian? Oh uh, no. Okay, I right, cool. So a lot of Haitians know where they come from. Actually, they come from Benin, and I've been to, you know, where you know where Wakanda and all that stuff. The story of the the, the warriors mm-hmm. in Wakanda, the movie Wakanda, uh, Black Black Panther. Uh-huh. Uh, warriors with the bald head, you know, the female warriors, where mm-hmm. they come from is Dawe, right? And I've actually been there before. Mm. before we, know, we knew that story before they put it into movies, but mm-hmm. so that's, that's tell you something. So you go to you go to Benin right now, you go to Uda, you you find a lot of women with bald head, because that's where they come from. Mm. I really like with the Black Panther, when you start to do the, the research in it, that they really uh, stuck. They they were very meticulous with the details. With uh, yeah. with the a lot of people don't know, T'Challa was taken from the name Shabaka, and you know what I'm saying. And the name Shabaka was a pharaoh of the 25th dynasty. And you ever heard the the saying? Um, it's it's written in stone. No. There's a there's a saying that's um. Is written in stone because you know we can come over. It's like it, it kind of relates to what we're talking about, oh, you know. Okay. Yeah, okay, you know, they can come over here and write anything on paper. You can switch anything up on paper, but you see our ancestors, they put it in stone. So you ain't, they ain't, not, ain't no changing none of that. But that 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 saying comes from a, a pharaoh of the 25th dynasty named Shabaka, and he got some papers passed down from his ancestors. And the Shabaka stone is about the creation of the universe put in the mathematics and he's seen that this was so important that he was like nah we got to put this into stone we have to make sure that this is preserved so when you know when when our dynasty goes away the later later generations can see this and they can tap into this type of information so i i love the fact that the black panther stayed um yeah very true very true one thing too is this like my, my grandmom is a Catholic, right? My granddad is a Catholic too. I was born in a Catholic household. Mm-hmm. But one thing that my granddad always say, right, is this. I like to use my granddad a lot, even though he was super strict. Nobody likes to be around him because you're scared he might slap you the next minute or something. <laughs> we never understood him till, you know, he passed away. Like when he grew older, uh-huh. we understood him a lot because when he passed away, excuse me, everybody, like, Everybody who knew him, mm-hmm. you can you can throw his spirit around. Everybody was just quiet for like a whole two weeks, bro. Wow. Nobody can have like a regular conversation. Mm. As soon as his name come up, silence everywhere. Mm. And and this is it. Like we don't see ourselves as gods. Mm-hmm. We're worshiping a god that we never know. Right. It's just a belief, right? Mm-hmm. So in the word belief, there was a mid in the, there was a lie in the middle of the word belief. So already we believe in something that is a lie to us because mm-hmm. we we haven't seen no proof. Like where are the proofs? You told me, like show me one proof. 
I'll bet a thousand dollars on it, bro. Like if anybody we, can show me a we, proof. We, we the we the we the living proof, bro. We are we are we are who our ancestors who've been asking for, dog. We are ancestors wild as yeah, dreams, dog. You can't show me a book and tell me, yo, bro. I got bread all over my house. I got bread all over my house. <laughs> I'm out there, everybody, bro. Like, like I got bread all over my house. See, you can't show me a book, right? Uh -huh. I don't have. See, I don't have. You can't show me a book and tell me, bro. Like, see, this is the proof. This happened here, this happened there. There was a guy in uh, Ghana in back in the days in the probably in the nineteenth century or probably the twentieth century. Mm -hmm. back. And uh he 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 actually planted a sword in the soil until today nobody can pull it out. Okay, that's proof, right? Wow, okay. So, so, oh yeah, hell yeah, the okay. girl in Ghana, bro. Okay. In that Shanti region, yes, bro, like it's there right now till today. Damn. Yes, nobody can pull it out. They they took bulldozers, tractors to nobody see as in the soil like it's planted, bro. Yeah. A human being did that. I mean, connected, man. Connect. He connected straight to the source, man. Connected straight, straight to the source, man. <laughs> so right now, like that's why I'm like, yo, bro, I love to go to Africa. Because, you know, every time I go back and I come back here, it's a whole different spirit. The reason why I'm so calm, mm -hmm. I'm, like, I'm so, like, reserved. I, I'm not chasing clouds, mm -hmm. right? I want to I wanna be, like, I want to do other dope stuff like me, like other photographers making money off uh, uh, Vogue and all that stuff. I want to do that, bro. I feel like I can do that. I feel like I'm better. I can I can give them something they've never seen before. That's a fact. You know what I'm saying? You can, yep. almost like me. I've worked with a lot of celebrities, but you know, this is it. I like to empower people. Like let's see, let's empower each other. Like you have you have you probably have photographer friends who never took your picture, but you know they're photographers. But they will never take your picture. They, they don't even see you as a model. You know what I'm saying? Like this is how I my friend, like I have to, you know, spread my blessings across the people who are around me yeah to be able to be blessed right so this is another like what i just said i want to put it in the whole african household that's why i'm telling everybody go to africa mm -hmm. not just capturing right and making money is gonna help you but sharing that wealth yes and and and, and when you share that wealth is between you and the god in you mm -hmm. you don't have to come out and say it out loud so there are a lot of things I'm, I'm doing. You don't even know, like, we helping build school. We built the school in Liberia. We helped some kids in Senegal. Mm -hmm. we, 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 we helped some other kids in, like, uh, Nigeria. We gave them sewing machines so that they can, you know, upgrade okay. on their designing and all that stuff. You know what I'm saying? They are clothes making. We, we, we paying fees in, in Ghana. We doing a lot more, like, in different countries. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, it's crazy. Ooh, come but, on now. <laughs> like, like what I'm saying is, is all all money is coming from the lens, well, from the camera. Mm. And my other friends, they have other businesses, so we all bringing our resources together and share share the blessings across the table. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. The last supper is not just for Jesus Christ and the twelve disciples. They got to be for the whole continent. You know what I'm saying? Oh, That's how that. it's supposed to be. So in Africa, this is what happens in a compound house, right? Mm -hmm. One woman is going to prepare the food, the dinner, right? Mm -hmm. And it's going to share it. Everybody
nobody can come to that kitchen and eat mm. and the not food for everybody mm. but because we don't see ourselves as gods we are so selfish we, we try to you know like that's black people bro like see when somebody has a plug they don't want to share that plug they put it on bro okay I don't know about it like I can, so I can so, tell you exactly where that's coming. I can tell you exactly. I don't want to cut your wisdom, but I can tell you exactly. Please finish your story, but I, when you're done, I'm going to tell you exactly where that mentality okay. comes from. So so this is it. So mm-hmm. when you, you talk about the Bible and all that stuff, like mm-hmm. with the Bible, I feel like it's for the rich and the poor has to suffer. Because the same Bible preach about, okay, when you, when, when um, Israelites become a slave, you can't treat the Israelite like other slaves who mm-hmm. are not Israelites. You have to treat that slave properly. Let them stay in your house. Give them a place to sleep. You know, treat them well and stuff. So for us black people, we have to realize that, y'all, see, our God is not a God of Egypt. It's not a God of Israel. It's not a... That is for them. They can keep that shit. But, like, let's find ourselves. And then we can spread our blessings among each other. Mm-hmm. And you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, like I'm saying, my camera is my blessing. Mm-hmm. So how am I sharing it? shoot the protest out you don't have to pay me to come and shoot the protest but and the photographers are making money off it mm. black photographers are treated differently mm. white photographers are, are, are given the hot spot because if oh maybe he's from this magazine he's from see everybody should be treated equally i'm dark skin i'm a little bit light but if somebody's super light skin then he shouldn't like me yeah. above it shouldn't be like that. Let's treat ourselves equally. Let's spread the love across. A blessing is gonna come together, and then we can become powerful as a unit. That's that. That goes back to that goes back to what you're saying. You know, you're doing it for the love of the game. You're not doing it for oh, I'm gonna be recognized by this photographer, or I'm gonna put. You're doing it because that's where you want to be. That's where your passion is. A lot of us, unfortunately. Uh, the reason why we have that mentality, like I use the example, you know what I'm saying? You said the the, the woman, she cooks in the house and everybody comes to eat. Yeah. That's because... I like I on a lot of topics in one... In one. Yeah, I appreciate that, bro. You broke it down, bro. You broke it down. You know what I'm saying? You, you broke it down. I appreciate that. A lot of that comes from because that is an African-based mentality. That is an African mind. A lot of us over here have a colonizer mind. We have the black skin, we have the spacesuit, but we have a colonizer mind. And I'm gonna use New York specifically because in New York specifically, the colonizer mind is powerful. So the Romans, back in the day, they come to a place, then they set up their camp, then they go to another small town and they lock it down and they keep it moving. Now let's bring that up to 21st century. You got drug dealers that come up here they go to a small town right outside and they lock it down. A lot of us have a colonizer consciousness, whether we realize it or not. I'm not, I'm not here to blame it on anything, you know what I'm saying? We can talk about the school system and the food, the atmosphere, but in reality, a lot of New York cats have a very Roman mentality. I'm gonna come here, I'm gonna lock this small town down, then I'm gonna go somewhere else. Then I'm gonna go somewhere else and do it. Then I'm gonna go, it's rinse and repeat. That is the same mentality as a colonizer. I'm just using Romans as an example because Romans were just some of the biggest colonizers ever. But a lot of New Yorkers have the colonizer activity and that spreads throughout entire of America. We have that colonizer mentality and 
unfortunately, what I've seen throughout the last couple of years is a lot of us are starting to break away from that colonizer mentality. We're starting to realize this ain't just about me. It's not about my first name. This is about my last name. And my last name contributes to the village. The village contributes to the town. The town contributes to the country. The country contributes to the nation. You know what I'm saying? And that, and that, that starts to form this energy of us being together. But a lot of us are still caught in that colonizer consciousness that it's all about me my pockets what's going on for me and my circle instead of looking at the entire whole in the entire whole that's the african consciousness that's the consciousness that we need to get to and that's where i feel like a lot of our disconnect with our brothers and sisters directly from the continent they have that together consciousness but us we don't have that we, we have this colonizer consciousness this very selfish do for self consciousness yeah, man, yo, yo, that's it. You said it all, bro. Like, cause, um, it, yeah, it's just crazy for me. Cause when I first got here, mm -hmm. I'll be on the train with my camera, and then I'll be greeting everybody good morning. Mm -hmm. And one day, some guy asked me, like, he seen me a couple of times, and then he was like, "Where you from, bro?" I was like, "Yo, I'm from Ghana, bro." He's like, "How long have you been here?" I was like, "Not too long, like mm -hmm. three weeks now." He was like, "That's why, bro. You too nice." That's what he told me. Wow. He was like, yeah, he was like, it's not a bad thing, but you're too nice. Wow. And I didn't understand that because yeah. everybody was like frown. You know what I'm saying? I'm happy to be alive, bro. Uh-huh. I'm always happy to be alive. Like, as soon as I wake up and I'm alive, I can feel my legs. I can feel my fingers. I'm like, yo, okay, I can type my camera. Mm -hmm. I can read. I can write. All right, cool, bro. We lit. Right? <laughs> you know what I'm <laughs> Yeah, we lit, bro. You can't be mad about shit, bro. Fuck the credit card bills. Fuck everything. Yeah, we lit. We alive, man. There was hope. There was life, bro. You know that that brings me back to like uh uh, uh the part that I'm doing right now. It's called Hopes mm -hmm. and Dreams. It's real people, real stories. So uh -huh. yeah, there was hope. There was dreams, bro. Like you can't, you can't, you can't beat that. Yeah. You stay positive. It's gonna take you a long way. Absolutely. And, 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 and you know the funny stuff, y'all, bro. Let me, let me just disclose this out here. Tap in, tap in. Go ahead, tap in, brother. <laughs> the reason why I always get the best shot is not because I didn't go to school for this shit, okay? Uh -huh. Didn't go to school. I just want this message to, to motivate other people. Mm -hmm. I don't plan my shots. Hell no. Brother, go ahead. Go tap in. Tap. Go, go in, go in. Go. Yo, brother. I don't plan my shots. You plan for the moment. Yeah, some little voice that tells me, yo, bro, you gotta be at Times Square. People be telling me, why are you going there? Like, oh, I don't know, but I'm not stubborn, but I'm not stubborn for a reason. Mm -hmm, okay? Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm stubborn because my soul doesn't want to stay at home. My soul wants me to be at a different place. Come on now. <laughs> Come every on now. Every millionaire that I know, every millionaire that I have met, mm -hmm. every millionaire that's my friend, you can tell, like, they will tell you I don't ask them for shit. And the way we met, it makes no sense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and listen, I'm telling you, I don't plan my shots. I, I'm I move, I move with my soul, bro. Like, when I look in the mirror, I can still see my soul in there. It's not, I, I didn't sell it out. Mm -hmm. No, it's still out. So, other photographers that have been here or whoever is going to see it, 
never plan your shot. Stay positive and trust me, the God in you is gonna direct you to the right source, bro. Like Ooh. it's like finding water, bro. Like you in the desert and you finding water. When you listen to yourself, bro, you are gonna find it. Come on now. So the best shots I have. Trust me on plan. Every time I try to plan shit, it doesn't work out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It doesn't. I, Let me show you this shot. Let me show you this shot, bro. Man. Yeah, show it, show it, brother. Show it, show it, show it. This shot on plan, bro. You can't plan that, bro. That's got to be in the moment. You got to tell everybody, get, get together, get together. No, I didn't, even, I didn't even tell them to get together, bro. That's the funny part. They were just all just, they were just all just, just, you just captured the moment. I was taking a shot on this side, uh-huh. and when I turned, everybody was right there. <laughs> Yo, brother, I I relate to that so much because when it comes to interviews and having people on my live, I have set questions that I'm going to ask, but the rest of it is just being ready for the moment. I can't, like, I can't, I can physically, but I can't sit here and write a bunch of questions that I want to ask you. I, I, it wouldn't work. It would, it would not work. So I plan for the moment. So when you said that, that tapped into my soul because every single interview I do, I don't ever write the questions down. I just have my beginning. Well, where are we going to start at? Well, let me ask them about the background so they can appreciate where we're going at now. And then everything else is just, I'm just letting the spirit talk. I'm just letting the spirit move because you can't plan these things. You know what I'm saying? My thing, you just have to be ready for the more I'm, I'm i plan for the moment but as far as everything has happened all everything that everybody's seen this is just natural this is just this is just two brothers having a conversation that happens to be public yeah that's it that's it like uh, i'm telling you every time i i don't know bro like i just i just move differently i'm like yo i'm buying my ticket going to going to excuse me going to dc and my like the way i even got to dc was was another misery, bro. And I met J.I. at the airport. The rapper J.I., I met him at the airport. Uh-huh. We chopped it up. We had a whole different conversation. Like, we were talking like we knew each other for years, bro. Mm-hmm. And I had a T-shirt of mine, right? And it's small. I just picked it up. I put it in my bag. And I told him, like, yo, bro, what size you wear? He was, like, small. I was like, see, bro. I picked up a small size. And I didn't know why I picked it up, but I feel like this is for you. And then he started talking about energy, bro. He was like, you see, bro, like, who knows? And both of us, our flight got delayed, bro. You know what I'm saying? Wow. Like, that's the funny part. So, yeah, like, uh, uh, move, move. As somebody would, uh, ancestral life, yeah, move with it. Like, I don't, I don't believe in Jesus. I don't believe in all that nonsense. Moses, mm-hmm. I don't believe in none of that. I've seen real heroes, I've seen real superheroes and stuff like if they're talking about superheroes then I feel like the Bible is a comic book. That's for me. I don't care about what you think, but like that's a fact, bro. Because no man looking pretty like the Jesus face that they show you will be crucified on the cross, bro. Yeah. That Tell is. me about that. That's like that circles back to what you were saying earlier. That's 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 his story. You know what I'm saying? That's that that's his story. That's his perception. It's just like 
Uh, I love the Bob's Rich Moon Show. Oh, I, pre- I appreciate you so much, sister girl. Pre- praises to you. Praises to the queen. Praises to the queen. But, yeah, like we was talking about earlier, bro, that that's their story. That's the story that they have to pull out. They have to make every... You know what I realized about these pilgrims, about these Europeans? They have to make everything physical. Because all the stuff, it's inside of us. We we initially, we know it's inside of us. Nobody ever had to tell us. We just know. We can look up at the stars. We see that connection. We can look at the, the we can look at the, the things that our ancestors left at us. Nobody had to teach us anything, but we just know when we look at it, that's us. These pilgrims is here, they have to make everything physical because they don't have any history. They have to take our history, distort it, flip it, switch it, try to insert themselves in it. They don't have any history, so they have to make these physical things that you can touch and stuff like that and smell and all that. But us, the original people, we don't need that because it's already inside of us, you know what I'm saying? And when we speak, we bring all of it to life. Nice, bro. Yeah, all what you said is facts, bro. Like, I, I, I have this conversation with my girl every time, and then, you know, the reason why... Like me and her, like I feel like we we, we we still we still together. I feel like it's because we have the same mentality. Hold up, hold up. We be us a lot of things. So, like we on the same frequency, so that's how I come. We still we still, we still together and shit. Like you know what I'm saying? We, we have the same frequency. We talking to the same energy. So. It- if you don't mind me asking, did you meet her here or or y'all came over? Or... Oh, no, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, yeah, you okay. You got my Ghana people tapped in right now. People tapping in from all the way Ghana, bro. Like, yeah. <clears throat> Yo, shout out to everybody in the chat. Shout out to wherever you at in the world. I appreciate your existence. I appreciate you for tapping into this high-level conversation. Yo, man, me and my man. Yo, honestly, it's, it's, it's so interesting hearing you talk about that because... You do. You just move with the spirit. You know what I'm saying? Because it's just like when we met, you just connect with certain people. You know what I'm saying? Like you just met. You know what I'm saying? You picked like him, 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 and that. And and even even for the second man, I I was so happy to see you when we was at the joint. I forget what the place was called out in Brooklyn. Um, I know it starts with a B for the second photo shoot. I forget what it's called. But man, when I seen you, dog, I was uh, I was so. Happy to see you. Is it best side? Yeah, it's best side, but I'm thinking that there's a specific bar that we were at that we were taking the photos at. I can't remember the name of that, but man. Dog, I was so happy to see you, man. Because your energy, dog, is just it's so authentic, it's real. We always have a good time when we see each other, man. I was so I was so happy to see you, man. I know I know I'm always busy. I'm always busy doing a lot of work. I'm always super tight, but the thing is when I meet with people, like it's like yo bro, like I know you busy, I know you busy, like but yo bro, it's love, it's like, love. It's like the, the joy, the joy in meeting your brothers, like it's yeah, it, it, it's unexplainable, and yeah. that's what people don't understand. People feel like yo, you gotta, you gotta be uh, uh how do you call it, um, selfish about yo, you want people to be calling you every day and talk about what, what are we going to talk about? Yeah, what Kim Kardashian is doing or what, like. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, but 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 when we see each other, it's as if we just kick right off. You know what I'm saying, like 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 no time was missed in between the last photo shoot and that photo shoot. You know what I'm saying. So yeah, I feel you 100 percent on that, man. We see it was just all love, man. It was nothing but smiles and good vibes with everybody, man. Yeah. Man, we got a lot of people coming in. We got people from Spain. We got people from yo, man. Shout out to the chat, man. We international tonight, man. You yeah, bringing I, the I people? I see a few of my people. I see a few of my people in <laughs> Spain, 
all that. Like, I see Rule G, uh, that's my cousin. See, I see him. He's in Ghana right now, but like, yo, he's tapping too. Yeah, man, yo, man, listen, man, if you need, if you ever need any extra actors, man, just, you know what I'm saying, let, let, let yeah, you know what I'm saying, I'm gonna like, hit you up, the thing is this, the, you know talking the about? thing is this, um, but, but, but the way, uh, I wanna, like, it's not like I can't reach out to you, but mm-hmm. it gotta make sense, you feel me? The, absolutely, absolutely, yeah. Yeah, gotta be like, okay, this is another thing that people don't understand, like, mm-hmm. I feel like we don't get enough support from our community, and, uh, we gotta go and get validation from elsewhere before we are being accepted in our community. What you're doing is, is so crazy, it's so dope, and uh, I feel like when you have friends, people who call themselves your friends, right? Mm-hmm. You went to school over here, right? You were born and bred here, like you from out here. Okay, yeah. alright, fine. I feel like you should be having like probably 2,000 people watching right now. You have people who watch on the side and see what you're doing and be like, oh man, I'm not going to support that. Yeah. See, with that mentality, it's not going to help none of us. So. by themselves like I don't want people to see how I'm moving mm. 
because as soon as they see how you move and you don't know what else they're going to be saying to whether your client or go to their dm and say you know what i'm saying because i've seen it happen like people have done that to me actually and i have people calling me and telling me like yo ap like yo bro like some of your people are crazy they, they're stupid like you know what i'm saying they be like don't give him the gig don't give this person the gig like yo then they refer somebody else it happens Wow. Okay, so wait, everybody over here, like, if that happens to you, that means you're doing the God's work. You're doing God's work, probably. Like, you, you're doing an amazing job. Never give up. Keep pushing. You know what I'm saying? Shit happens, though. So, for us creatives, like, we need more, like, not me. I just need more help. I'm good on this side. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm super good. Like, when I say I'm good, I'm good, good. Even though I need help, I don't need that help. Like right now, I don't mean the time gen- you look at like the genuine help. You mean just the the, the, the the genuine support? Like yo, bro, like like yeah, bro, it's like easy yo. for me to hop on your comment, but like yo, it's a fire picture. But for me to slide in your DM, like yo, bro, you killed it. Out. Yeah, it's not just about the comment and the likes, bro. Like you know what I'm saying? You sending words of encouragement to a photographer, it makes sense. You know what I'm saying? You have you have dope black creatives, right? But. Where are they going with the work? Is it just for Instagram purposes or, you know, it's a future? You know what I'm saying? Like, is there any future coming out of it or is there any other stuff coming out of it? You tell me about it. We just do it and then you be like, oh, man, oh, your work is dope. And then Instagram, okay, I have 15,000, like I have 10,000 followers. But trust me, it's not about that, bro. Yeah, it's about the work. It's about the work, the passion. Like, where is this work? Where is it going to lead to? You know what I'm saying? Like, what's the what's the bigger picture like? Yeah, I like interviewing people. I like to give people for them to tell their stories. Maybe I can bridge people. But the overall is so we can educate everybody so these high-level conversations can be normal. I want there to be a day where there's not a need for my show because high-level conversations are just happening everywhere. You know what yes. I'm saying? I want high-level conversations, observations to be the normal amongst our people. So I'm doing this so one day this can end. You know what yeah. I'm saying? If that makes any sense, you know what I'm saying? I, I like what Nanama just said. That's my, 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 my sister, too. You know what I'm saying? She She's a beautiful young lady, you know, very, you know, very, very, like, you know, on a high frequency. Uh, she said, you don't know who is watching. Yeah, I always say that on my, like, for me, that's why I say, like, all the people I've met in my life, it make no sense how I met them. <laughs> you know, I'm being honest. Even with her, the way I met her, it made no sense. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So you don't know who is watching. You know, the comments and the share, it counts. You know what I'm saying? But, like, trust me, that's not... Real people... See, strangers are going to support you more than your own friends, bro. Yo, 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 listen. Let me tell you something, bro. You, uh, homegirl Sin... Yo, I don't. I met you those two times the, at, at the at the photo shoot. The homegirl said I never met her. The people that come on my lives and be like, "Yo, I'm feeling the Richie Moon show. When's the next show?" These are people that I don't know at all. I don't know at maybe I met once, maybe we passed each other. But you are absolutely dead right. You get the most support for people that you don't know. And uh, that's it. That's it. Even, even with, with, with Nanama, like, I met her at the concert. And trust me, like, um, she was taking a picture and I saw her settings. And I was like, oh, shit. 
let me just tell her about her sentence, you know what I'm saying? So I helped her out, and that was it. We've been friends ever since. I think that's you know what I'm saying? My bad, go ahead, go ahead. So, yeah, strangers will always support you more than your friends, and that's 100%. Like, most of my gigs I get are from strangers, and then trust me, I don't... When my friends try to put me on, mm, nah, like, blah. Unless they are my real friends, I don't know. Some people I don't consider them my friends. Like I have real friends, real supporters. Aisha, you know, Gidarati, Nubian, Loretta. Um, I have some real dope friends. Abdul, you know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, yo, man, they're not on the live, but like, yo, I'm like I say, like I have some real friends who support my work, and I travel. I've done work outside the country with some of them, and. It's just crazy, but like the the love from strangers is insane, bro. You don't even understand, bro. Hello? Strangers will wait, will wait till they book you. But some people, this is some people act like your friends, right? But like the thing is this: they will come, they'll be like, "Oh, I have a gig for you." They hear your idea, your concept, your everything. You give them everything, be like, "Okay, alright, man, I'm trying to help you out. My prices are like this, but like I'll cut my prices into half." You know, I'll give you, like, it's a half like this, or okay. Then they would be like, oh, we can't even pay you that half, bro. Can you come down a little bit? You go to the fucking lowest, bro. But mind you, they will go and hire somebody else and pay that person twice more than you because that person is... <laughs> and, you know what I'm saying? That person is... It's like this, and then you know what I'm saying. Probably it's like this. So you know what I'm saying. So um, she said, uh, it's now, yo, you absolutely right. And sometimes because it's people who know you don't want to see you grow or don't understand how you're succeeding more than them. And you know, it's uh, this comes back. We're always gonna come back. I, unfortunately, we're gonna have to come back to this. It's the colonizer consciousness. It's that colonizer attitude. It's, yo, I grew yeah. up with AP. What you mean AP shooting for MTV and he's doing this and he's doing that? It's that, it's that jealousy. It's just like, yo, we came from the same place but he's up yeah. here and I'm still right here? Nah, bro. Nah. I, I, bro. I'll, t- I'll tell you a, a story, right? About how this multi-millionaire lady became like my second mom. Like, you know what I'm saying? She calls me for all her shit. And Excuse me, uh, you, I don't want to mention her name because she doesn't want to be known out there, but like, yeah. you know what I'm saying, like, yeah, lady, mm-hmm. and then she is multi-millionaire, doing great things in the community, like, you know what I'm saying, around Barclays Center, she's like, bro, like, you know what I'm saying, when you say wealth, like, building wealth from scratch, she is, like, somebody a lot of people look up to, right? And she trusts me so much that I shoot her daughter's birthday parties. I shoot anything related to the family. Like, the family is comfortable of me coming around them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't, they don't allow people like that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that's blessings, well. Like, the reason why, like, I don't, I told you already, it, make no, it makes no sense how I meet my millionaire friends. It makes no sense. Mm-hmm. I can't charge them for shit. I don't know how. Show me how to fish. Because I want to cut the biggest shack, bro. Yeah. Just like you. I, I want to get the bag too. But a lot of things transpired to me meeting her. 
like people try to block the you know what i'm saying like block you from achieving greatness you know block you from knowing this person they'll call you to be like oh uh yo yeah this person wants your number but uh you know what i'm the plug i'm the this people want to to have that power over you i said like this i'm going to places because of my lens bro just capture it telling real stories no faking being honest is gonna take you a lot of places being positive you know what i'm saying you 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 can be brutally honest that's how i am i'm brutally honest but staying positive i'm from see i'm from the slum slum but with the level and the big stages i have climbed it's crazy and people like i'm telling you like it's a big concept but people are like okay we can't give you a ticket if you're not going to shoot for free i, I set my prices as you should and all of a sudden i did some free gig this woman saw it she loved it she was like i need this guy whoever shot this i need that guy mm. and people were trying to like you know what i'm saying pull you down you know i probably think people never sent my name to her like you know what i'm saying but she finally found me and she was like come to my house let's talk let's what what i need you that's it mm-hmm. and from there i had all access to every shit bro that's what it is man for um 
kids. I'm here, 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 keep going, keep going, I'm here, Yeah, I was looking for boxes, I was looking for kids to take pictures of, right? So, the day I landed, I was, I was calling my friend, I was like, yo, I want to meet this, like, I need this, I need that, I need kids, I need boxes, I need, you know what I'm saying, I need market women, and we never got nobody, nobody for the first, like, four days, and, you know, time is clicking for me, because I have to shoot Afrochella, and, uh, I have to shoot Afrochella, and go to, uh, Cape Coast too, you know what I'm saying, after Afrochella, it's my birthday, and, I have to meet family and then, you know, from there I go to Cape Coast and all that stuff. So, you know, time is running now for me. And, uh, yeah, you guys can drop your questions. But yeah, I'm, I'm saying, yo, bro, I had to go to, I have to shoot out for children. Like, first three days I got to Ghana, I was looking for a boxer, I was looking for kids, I was looking for market women. Yo, bro. We didn't get none of that, bro. It made no fucking sense, bro. Like, days later, after Afrochella, I was chilling. And I called one of my friends, like, yo, let's go to my old neighborhood, the Slum Slum. Let's go. We got there. Everything was just lined up. I was say, everything you needed was right there, wasn't it? Right, right there. I knew they were right there, but, like, to find the right people to shoot with, it was something else. But something kept telling me, like, Go early in the morning. I called my friend. I was like, yo, pull up with the car. Let's go. We got there, everything, bro. I, I, yo, I took my time. I was like, okay, now I'm here. Let me just relax. I had a whole haircut, you know? Like, sometimes you got to put people to work and then you pay them more. So there was this guy who used to cut my hair when I was a kid. I went to the shop. He cut my hair and gave him a whole bunch of money. Then we started walking. Right, right next to him was all the people we were with, bro right next to him and then we started talking to the people they're like yeah dude take the pictures and then we started right there that that day we had most of the pictures half of the work was done wow i went to cape coast everything was started clicking like everything well i so I'm, i'm telling people like when you have good energy just listen to that inner voice bro you're a god you're a goddess like don't don't let nobody tell you less. There was see, there was nobody sitting in the sky. There was nothing like a jealous God. If your God is jealous, then I don't know what the fuck you worshiping. Uh, you worshiping a man. That's what you worship. You worshiping yeah. a man. That's what you were worshiping. You worship. You worshiping his story, yo. We ain't got time for that. You know what I'm saying? We ain't got no, time for that. Time for that. <laughs> so yeah, yo, bro. I'm telling you, Michael, my stories are crazy, bro. Like the way things happen for my life is is insane. I'm not gonna lie. And uh, I feel like when we start empowering each other, beautiful things are gonna happen. Absolutely. Yo, I couldn't agree with you anymore, brother. Absolutely. When we support each other, when we get out of this colonizer consciousness and come to this together consciousness, where it's just not, I'm not just trying to fill my pockets. Like, you know what I'm saying? I wanna see your pockets filled and sister's pockets filled and other brother over there. And we can all come together and put whatever we do, we can put our pieces together and complete that transform or complete that statue, whatever it is, you know what I'm saying? Then we will be in our proper persona. And I feel like the that's percent fact. Yeah, the gods and the goddesses will start to come out of us more. You know what I'm saying? Like that—that's a definite fact. Yo, my good brother, please 
tell the people where they can find you at if they want to tap in and get some of the yo man it's the dopest photographer for the game i said it i said it it's out there in the universe dopest photographer for the game where can they find you at where can they contact you where can they contact you how can they get next to you oh yeah uh, i just put in my website apmworldofficial.com i just put it in there um yeah basically apm world mag you know what i'm saying just um yeah, just AP and World Mag. You can DM me, DM me anytime. Yeah, I'm going to respond. Like, I'm always on my Instagram. Like, if you call me, you can get me. Just DM me. If you want my number, I can give it out. You know what I'm saying? It's not hard to, to reach me. It's not. It's never hard. I'm always available. I'm always visible. You can see me everywhere. You can find me everywhere. Like, that's a fact. Yeah. Genuine, genuine good brother, man. I'm, I'm so glad. And then I got my hood is black is not for sale, bro. So I'ma send you. Come on, dude. Yeah, we got we got we got the PLS on the side. So yeah, black is not for sale. We can't sell our culture. We can't sell our identity. Cause all these motherfuckers making money off our culture. So you know what I'm saying? They try to make money off us, off our. We didn't give you no commission for that, man. I felt black is hashtag black is not for sale. Yo, yeah, I definitely need a yeah, 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 did us dirty at the end, but yo, shout out to my man, AP, what was the last event you did a photo shoot, the last event I did with him was uh, about a year ago for Ancient Horror Jewelry, um, I want to shout out to AP, man, that's a good brother, I'm so glad that the universe had us cross paths, um, please family, go, go, go check out www.apm worldofficial.com that's APM worldofficial.com tapping with the good brother on Instagram um this um this is all going to be available on IGTV and the podcast version will be available tomorrow at 4:44 peace love and light to y'all I appreciate all of y'all for tapping in for wherever y'all at in the world I appreciate y'all I appreciate your existence I love you to life this has been a Richie Moon show. High level conversations and observations are the new normal. And I'm going to tap back with y'all later. Peace, love, and light.